Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp. Well, hello, Breaking Campers. Aaron and Bryce here, your Ooh. camp hosts. Camp hosts. Dream job fulfilled. Dream. Dream. Made it. We made it. See, I, made we... it. Just took one season. <laughs> now we're hosts. Well, yes. I, you know, I have been thinking, like, what do we call our listeners? Like, what you are know, people? Like, Lis- yeah, our listeners. people. What are they, you know, campers? Are they whatever, you know? I just, I'm not really sure. And so... um, I'm trying this out just to see how it sounds. Oh, okay. We're trying to maybe we'll try some out over the next few weeks, yeah. and then we'll look for the feedback in the email and yeah. on the, the voice messages. Do you guys have any feedback? Let us know what, what you want us to call you. Uh, I love campers; it's kind of fun, I, but I don't want it to sound like it's some um, like kids' camp. Mm, That's yeah. not the camp, you know. Different kind of camp, but you know, I used to go to a camp and they had uh, yeah. pink fake bacon. Pink fake bacon. Yeah. What was it? Like sizzling. It was, no, it was like soy based. Oh, no. But this was a camp I would go to um, over uh, Camp Big Lake. You may have Big, heard of it. I have Over Sisters area. Yeah. It's put on by the YWCA, and it was run by, I'm going to mess this up. But That's all right. Nobody will fact check you. Fact checking. Uh, <laughs> Google. Um, either Seventh-day Adventists okay. or Mormons, whichever one, whichever one doesn't eat meat. That would be a Seventh-day Adventist. Seventh-day Adventist. That's the camp yeah, I went the to. The soup. Did you have a lot of soup? Mm, I remember it mostly being regular food, except for the fake pink bacon. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. It was a golf camp. So I'm sorry. Rabbit. <laughs> That's totally what fine. What are we? We're in 42 seconds, <laughs> and we're... We already took a left turn. It's wow. okay. Okay. That is, hey, but that's how camp goes sometimes. It's it fine. is camp. You just sit around and talk about stuff. Yeah. Um. So, dude, we have exciting news. What is it? So, we are doing our first ever giveaway. Give away. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Well, so, that's cool. <clears throat> so, if you don't follow us yet on Instagram, make sure you do that. And you're going to watch for the details here. Uh, everything goes live tomorrow. So um, make sure you get over to Instagram. Details are there. Giveaway. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and, and hey, you know, like right now, you got good chances. It's not like we have 100,000 followers, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. So you, you, your chances of winning good. are pretty good. So The goods are odd. The goods are odd. But the odds are good. <laughs> um, this isn't the big... Uh, prize that they have to come pick nope. up locally nope. only. We could this, ship this one. The even. only hint I can give, okay, because I do want everybody to go there to figure out the details. What is, is our Instagram? This is our Instagram is Breaking Camp Podcast. Well, that's pretty intuitive. Pretty it should be easy to find. It's funny how, how that goes. <laughs> okay, so you're going to give them a little hint. Little on what hint. it is? Uh, it's 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 a thing that we uh, a little piece of. Gear, we'll call it. Okay, so it's gear. Um, but that's about all I can tell you. Oh. Um, we're not sponsored. We're not. This is just something we like, and we want to give it to you. Okay, I can give one more hint. Mm. It's smaller than a hot tub. Than a hot tub. Okay, good hint. Good hint. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, cool. So that'll be fun. Um, and I just, you know, we're doing these things just to just to get uh, you guys involved and have some fun. Uh, so yeah, head over to. Breaking Camp podcast on Instagram and get the details. Sweet. So, you were telling me the other day 
that um, you had a funny story over the weekend. Oh, I got. We hear had it. quite a weekend. It was good. It was a great weekend. The weather was, the weather was uh, up on the mountain was a little iffy. We okay. were still up on the mountain. We took the camper up and. Cora had a day where she was doing some instruction, uh, so then I met up with another friend. We went cross-country skiing, mm-hmm. but it was like, it's weekend time, not up there a bunch on the weekend, uh, really packed, limited options for where we were going to go. Mm-hmm. We ended up at a, a a snow park that we go to quite regularly, Yeah, and it's it's near a ski resort, so it fills up. It's not really remote destination by any means, but it's a spot to put the camper, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so we were there, and we got there kind of during the day, and got a decent spot. You got to pick and choose your time of when you get up there, because if you go too late in the evening, all the spots are full with people staying overnight, gotcha. and then everybody leaves to go skiing or do their activity, and then the day people come in. Uh, okay, yeah, right. So there's a sweet spot there. There's a sweet yeah, spot. Yeah. You got to know. You got a couple of opportunities of when you can get in there. So. Got up there and hung out, had dinner, stayed the night. Uh, but I could hear that it was not snowing per se, but it was raining. Oh, which is always fun on the mountain. <laughs> which is great on the mountain. So, but it was freezing rain. Oh, right. So I got out, and luckily I'd, I'd picked up at a garage sale, an uh, estate shock. sale, some extra set of shoe chains. So I just have a set in my truck all what, the time now. Are the shoe chains the sock ones or the shoe chains? The- shoe chains for your boots. Oh, like that kind chains of oh, that go I over see, your. They were just in there, so I had them, so I wasn't falling down because it was slippery as snot. Okay. I mean, it was yeah, extremely slippery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was kind of some dirty snow down and some ice, and so, but we started seeing all these people coming up and trying to come up, and they would mm-hmm. kind of get up there, and then it would be too icy. People would be sliding. Couldn't parking lots full. People oh couldn't turn gosh. around. A little bit of room, and so. I I got to I just put my chains on because I was like this is a perfect opportunity I I'm not on the side of the road mm-hmm. it'll give me my test run for the year remember how they go it was super easy to put them it's easier than it's ever been to put them on which was really nice that's awesome it's yeah. probably because it wasn't wet and cold and snowing and icy but it was just clear skies with ice on the ground mm-hmm. put the chains on because I saw all these vehicles coming up and and sliding around in this parking lot and that's the parking lot kind of angles so Mm -hmm. if like you get sliding you're going into the vehicles yeah that's not good my camp my truck is squatty my tires are good for the most part but it's extremely heavy so you get any momentum going that's not a good thing on ice so i was like top heavy right yeah because that camper sits on top yeah Yeah. so i was like i'll just put the chains on threw them on just the front i got them for all four but i'm like i'll just throw them on the front and kind of get traction creep it down mm-hmm. um because we'd help some other guy he kind of tried to come up in his brand new bmw uh suv thing and we saw him slipping and sliding trying to turn around this thing yeah. he's probably thinking i paid a lot of money for this this is all wheel drive it's suv no big i got i, I probably i don't know he probably had regular tires that came on it because it didn't even have plates yet but he's trying to turn oh around and he gosh. can't get turned and we're just kind of standing there watching yeah. And then the vehicle just stops, doesn't move. And this jams up the whole parking lot because people are still trying to come and go and they're trying to scoot around and right. there's trailers in there. It's just a mess. So I was like, it'll be safe. I'll put the chains on. But we walk down and I take a shovel. I didn't have from last week's episode when I was talking about my vehicle kit stuff that yeah. I carry in the wintertime. Right. I hadn't put in the cat litter yet. So I didn't have the cat litter in the box. This stuff you always got to have. And then I turned the corner. I'm like, see, I knew every time I don't put something in there, I'm like, I wish I had it. So the cat litter would have been perfect because in that instance, I could have just scattered it around where he was and he could have been able to turn, get down. But he actually, he said, I got some of those auto socks. 
Have you seen those things? They're like That's fabric was... and Kevlar sort of yeah. material on yeah. the wheels. They're great. My brother uses them. We we've tested them out for some st- some SAR stuff. I've mm-hmm. helped a friend get out stuck. I have snow. heard those work really well. They're super easy to put on. Mm-hmm. Don't take up any space. They're easier than chains. They're not. I mean, to get you out of a bind, they're going to yeah. be great. They're convenient. Yeah. They're easy. They're not something you're going to want to run if you're going to the mountain all the time. You, you always can't see run them, them over. on the side of the road every winter. Yeah. Now, ever since they got made. <laughs> yeah. You can't run them over 25 miles an hour. Oh. But what kind of did it for me is when I started seeing some of the local PDs using them on their vehicles. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, if, if they're mm-hmm. using them, they got to do some testing and these got to be pretty good quality right. thing. It's not just going to shred and fall off. Right. I think a lot of when you see them on the side of the road might have to do with installation error, you know. Oh, probably. But yeah. just like chains. So we, yeah. so the guy, he's like, I got some auto socks in the back, and he pops his hatch, <clears> and he goes to get out, and the lady friend who was with him mm-hmm. uh, yells at him because the vehicle starts sliding. As mm-hmm. he starts getting out, the vehicle starts sliding. So <laughs> we're like, it's cool. It's cool, dude. We got it. And yeah. So we put him on, and then he was fine. He was able to move and get out of there, hmm. and uh, extremely icy. And so we waited for it to. The main roads were fine. It was just the parking lots where that freezing rain was sitting on other ice and snow. Yeah, that it was a little iffy. So it was fun. It was just a good reminder to me that I need to carry the things that I know I need to carry because the the cat litter would have taken care of it. This just fuels your flame. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It You're does. Like, oh I God, need more. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> But I got to try the test the chains out, so that was good. That's they worked hilarious. really well. That's um, and then I had my check engine light come on in the truck because I got wow. a I got a emission sensor sort of thing that's yep. blown out. But yep. it was great to have the OBD onboard diagnostic scanner because I could just check it and see like is this major? Right. And I need to call a tow truck, or is this just emissions? Most of the time, it's emissions based. And that's what it was. Is emissions so based? So it's all just peace of mind. Yeah. So I just erase it mm-hmm. and I. I have the part. I just need to do it. <laughs> well, you need to stay home from the mountain. You keep. I know. Keep we're going to talk about some of this a little bit. You know, yeah. we're going to jump in. We're going to talk about um, time alone and space. Yeah. And what I've really been thinking about for me is uh, is margin, just the capacity mm-hmm. of time, um, and also space with people. You know, more so than mm-hmm. time I need to be alone is that I'm finding I need to be. Less rushed, less busy, sure. less jamming stuff back to back to back. Yeah. And when I have that margin, I'm a I'm better for myself to listen to, mm. but I'm also much better for other people. So we'll yeah. jump into that a little bit. So we are heading up to the mountain, but I will be home this weekend. I've already got a a list of things, which sounds like work, right? But it's like it's good peace of mind for yeah. me to know I got a few things that I've been that are just nagging at me that I want to clean up. And so right. one of them will be to replace that valve. And right. so we'll be good. That's and before cool. I didn't have a dry spot to work. So when it gets to be, tend to drive the truck more in the winter. When yeah. it gets to be raining in the winter season, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that outside. So now I got a place to park the truck in the camper. And so I got the barn and I can replace the valve. Yeah, that that's a great space to work in. It was good. So it was fun. It was just interesting thinking about, oh, we just were talking about this a whole bunch. <laughs> so funny. So Coincidence. Yeah. It's well, awesome. cool. Hey, you want something to drink? Yeah, I'm thirsty. Mm, that's that is quite refreshing. What is? Oh, I, we didn't tell them about it. No, we didn't. Well, let's tell them now. Tell them. So it's winter time. Mm-hmm. A little cold. We got the fire going, yep. but this is a perfect summer camp cooler item. You hear that? Yeah, you got it in a fancy mug. Ice. 
<laughs> here's the thing we don't want to run. Here's two things we don't want to run out of when we're camping. Always. Ice. Put this on your mental list for every trip. Yeah. Ice. Mm-hmm. Firewood. Mm-hmm. If you get that. those two things, yeah. you're pretty much, I'm sure there's others. <laughs> but all that's Cat all I can litter, think of right now. Chains. Yeah. Roadside. Kit, no, see, and, pe- and people wonder why it takes me four hours to get out the door and I got to go back three times to double check things and make <laughs> lists. Here's a perfect example. I think people week to week are wondering less. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So this is a, it's winter, but this is a summer camp cooler drink. So this is yeah. a virgin margarita, uh, oh, margarita, like how, margarita mocktail. I like that better. Mocktail. Me too. So that's why, but it's for reference, I think that people understand the concept of a virgin cocktail, yeah, yeah. not, not having I think mocktail, they get that. Mocktail is like, it's not, it ain't real. It ain't, it ain't the. Well, see, Chad, Chad's giving me the thumbs up. He'll, he says he might be able to edit that out. Oh, is that? Just add the beep. Oh, beep. But the mocktail. So it's a super mm-hmm. simple two-ingredient mocktail. It's like mm-hmm. a margarita, lime margarita. You can make this yeah. in a number of flavors. Is there any other flavor of margarita other than lime? That oh, yeah. is an argument for sure. I think so. Really? Like a spicy mango margarita? No, no, no. Uh-uh. I like lime. Salt? No salt. Yeah, I like salt. Okay. And I don't mind Regular spicy. Regular salt? Or the, or the coarse salt, kosher rock salt. I don't care. Well, don't no, care. I want it to be bigger than like table salt. Like I don't like that stuff. Okay. Like the the rimming salt. That's like the rimming salt. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bigger. It's coarser. Yeah, yeah. And but but I'm hearing you say no infusion of other flavors. No. You just want salt. I yeah, I don't mind spice. Like if you were to slice uh, jalapeno, you, I've garnished them with that before. Mm, okay, gives it a little pepper. But but like a cayenne pepper in your in your salt. That goes on the brim. Maybe. Maybe we'll have to try that sometime. That's a good idea. But the I just flavor, don't like lime, you're strawberry, lime. You know, all the tropicals up peach. They have their place, just not in a margarita. For okay. me. For well, me. fortunately, I brought just lime. But this is a very simple. I never two, would have said that if you brought something two else. Two <laughs> ingredient margarita mocktail. We yeah. have uh, simply limeade. Yep. You know, it's just a, a limeade. Good you can stuff. get this in a number of ways. I just got it already made, but. Mm-hmm. My preference is typically to get the frozen little cans and then yeah. just make it on your own. Right? Yeah. And then we got some uh, lime sparkly water. Yep. Simple. And Super this is, simple. if a guy were to be on a diet of some sort, mm-hmm. this is perfect. This is, this fits the bill. Because you don't feel like you're missing out at a gathering. Uh, you, you got something. Do you yummy. mean like a, a no drinking diet? No, or no, no. a sugar diet? No, like sugar. Oh, okay. Like, I'm sure there's probably actually sugar in the, in the... Limeade. It's leaking all over Actually, me. now that I think about it, it probably has quite a bit of sugar in it. <laughs> well, don't tip it over. It's leaking. We, we've we confirmed it. <laughs> all right. So this has 28 grams of sugar for eight fluid ounces. Oops. Yeah. Not a diet thing. Well, that's the only but thing it, that makes it drinkable. You know, if there wasn't sugar in it, it would just be tart lime juice. Well, I would say this, though. I actually like um, stevia. And so you could do lime juice, put your stevia in there mm. with all the ingredients, and it would be good. Um, but um, I guess though, if you're off the sauce, you know, for one reason or another, yeah, this one, this would be, this would be good. Yeah. So I you love. Could it. Feel like you're festive and participating. This goes yeah. great with tacos, Mexican food. Yeah. Well, and family friendly. You know, mm-hmm. you know, put it in fancy glasses because a lot of times I feel bad for the kids because <clears throat> you know they'll order, you know. 
Coke or something at the restaurant, and everybody else gets these cool glasses, frosty drinks. Lots of accoutrements. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I want a sword with, you know, pineapple stamped an, through An it. umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I feel you. Okay, So this makes is a, sense. a good thing for, you know, sharing with kids. Yeah, and they can put the salt on their mm-hmm. rim as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Super simple, Thank refreshing. You. That's what we're drinking. Super good today. Yeah, we'll enjoy this throughout the rest of the episode. Uh-huh. So feel free to refill. I may have to go for seconds in a little bit. <laughs> so enjoy your mocktail. My mocktail. I love it. It's super good. Yeah, pretty good. I found I didn't put enough uh, limeade in mine. Mine's a little you know, landing we didn't, flavor. We didn't stir them. I'm just getting to the bottom of mine. Right. There's plenty down there. Mm. So it's that's probably what it is. But just stick your finger down. Or right here, I'll use mine. I'll, your finger, that's your not drink. COVID approved. <laughs> I usually just use my knife for that. <clears throat> I don't have my knife on me today. That That's a topic right there. Write it down. How does How do people get through a day without a knife on them? Oh, I do it every day. You have a knife every day on you? No, no, no. I don't. What are you, just running around looking for scissors all day? (laughs) I I don't cut a lot of things in a day. (laughs) I I find that I use my knife many times throughout the day, and when I don't have it, it's to the point of like, uh, I think I know what guy you are. You're the apple guy, aren't you? I used to be the apple guy. uh, Not anymore. That guy kind of weirds me out. I, I know I know the quite apple a few guy. You're, Adam? You're eating an apple, out comes the pocket knife, you oh. s- you slice it back toward you no, to your thumb. No, no, no. See, here's the deal. Because safety never takes a day off <laughs> and there's too much risk in cutting the apple <laughs> into sorry. your into your hand. You I, I lost it at safety never takes a day off. Well, it's, it's true. Safety never takes a day off. So you, when you're looking at these things through a risk management lens, you know, I do like to whittle, though. <laughs> you, whittle, you whittle. You whittle. Almost you whittle, spit uh, out my mocktail. <laughs> yeah. you, you do some whittling. Yeah. Yeah, I well, I used to whittle for a living when I made teeth, mm, you know. Okay, yeah. So I, it didn't uh, interest me a whole lot because I I fulfilled all of that stuff all at work. The whittling. Um, no. <laughs> Wait, finish your thought because you said safety safety takes it never takes a day off, and so you would never use your knife to slice the apple. Yeah, I would put it your, down and cut it. Cut it on the table. Yeah, I also eat my pizza with a fork. You eat an apple with a fork? No, I put it down and cut it, and then I eat the pieces. With a fork? I don't know. I eat pizza with a fork. Oh, pizza. Oh, I see. Some people find that weird. It's actually, with a beard, <laughs> forks and knives are way awesome because it sauce gets all over. Oh, yeah. Big, you know, yeah. any sort of sandwich or pizza or thing you're biting, like hot dogs, that yeah. kind of thing. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So it's let's just... let's get back. We're three three steps away again. So Are we really? I eat. I will cut an apple on a on a whatever right table chair. You know whatever whatever I leg find, bump, bumper. You know it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't even need to be clean. Knife's not clean, so it doesn't really probably matter. not. Yeah. Um, don't eat my apple with a knife. Don't really eat a lot of apples. <laughs> I prefer a pear personally. <laughs> But what were we even talking about? I'm the guy with the. You said something about a pocket knife. 
We got lost. Oh, pocket knife. Yeah, you got to have a pocket knife. And then you got to have an extra one in case you don't have yours. Oh but it's like, gosh. it's a deal. You probably walk around and sound like a janitor going down the hallway. Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, <laughs> keys and knives. I, I, yes. Like, I got systems for all of my pockets. This is, and this is what is so like, I love this difference in mm-hmm. life. How like, there's just flavors of people, you know? Yeah. And so. Um, Some people are looking for scissors all day. Some people have a knife at the ready. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so far, <laughs> forty-four years in, I seem to manage okay without a knife okay. every day. <laughs> but I, I do feel judgment very frequently from oh. the 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 everyday the PDC guys. Yeah, yeah, um, or EDC. EDC everyday EDC. carry. I was thinking pocket. Dump. It's a thing. Yeah, like you just put all the stuff out. See, people would make fun of me if I pulled all the stuff out of my pockets. And oh yeah, and like, how so do you even fit that right all in your this pockets? second? I have zero in my pockets. You're kidding me. Zero. My pants pockets. In my coat pocket, in the right hand side, I got my AirPods. In my left hand side, I got my cell phone. Okay. All right. That's that's my pocket dump right there. Okay. Because I'm not driving anywhere, so I don't have my wallet and keys. Spare keys. Okay. Those aren't the primary Whoa, keys. Whoa, spare keys. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, did y'all hear that? All right, we're gonna break this down. This is good. Um, this is not even the. Are you sure you want to share points. all this? Okay. Here we go. We don't have to go through all of it, but I just wanted to show you this pile. You have. Let's push it into a pile and post this on Instagram. Those are spare keys. Did I note those are spare keys? Push it closer together so we can so we can see it. There we go. Is that is that Let's not have my personal information? Yeah, yeah. I think Let's have that. I push this in there. That's a nice, good color. All right, we good? This is in your. So. Okay, everybody, you're gonna want to go to our Instagram um, and look at Aaron's uh, pocket, pocket dump. dump, and it's a thing. Uh, I see AirPods, wallet, obviously keys. Notepad. Two sets of keys. A notepad. Two, two sets of two sets of keys. That's on the topic list for talking about keys someday too, because I am I am a I'd rather have extra sets of keys than be in a bind when I lock my keys in my car. Well obviously that's them. why you carry a spare. I think. Yeah. I think. But you have a lot of like essential oil bottles, it looks like. Uh-huh. And um, so yeah, these this one's for headaches. Mm-hmm. Uh that one's chapstick. chapstick. Yeah. This one's for bug bites and miscellaneous skin things. So that's like uh, you cut or scratch yourself. That's tea tree oil, Melaleuca. <laughs> and then these are just uh, some wood oils yeah. for the pleasantries. Here, have a whiff of that one. Oh, Tell I will. Thank you, you. Thank you. Okay. Smell this. Smell this. Oh, yeah. This one I have oh, in my good. kit. This one goes in my beard oil. It's like the Siberian fur yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think like you'll that. like that one, too. All you uh, doTERRA or young living people are going, it's not called that. Oh, I like cedar oil. Arbovite. Arbo- oh, we just ordered that. It's really good. So, so yeah, all so of these, this is walking around. You got Yeah, and this one's for oils. headaches. And so if you ever get like stress headaches or stuff, oh this one's gosh. peppermint oil and copaiba and frankincense. This is a bonus topic. This, <laughs> this is what's known as bonus topics with yeah. breaking camp. We're not even going to get to our t- topic because it's going to be time to go. But wallet <laughs> with, I want to just show you this. Yeah, what, what do you got? Um, a check. You have an extra check that you yeah. talked about last you gotta week. You got to have a spare check. <laughs> and then probably the second most important thing in here. 
The Bymark card. The Bi- you bet. Northwest employee yeah. owned. Now, to my to to your credit, to I if I were driving to meet you instead of you coming here, I yeah. would have had my wallet and keys. Oh sure. <clears throat> so, Notepad. No, never. Pens. I have a phone for that. Yeah, phone again. Lighter. Uh, only sometimes. Oh, outdoors. Yeah. You I never am, know when he might need a lighter. Uh, correct. Correct. It's in my gear, right? It's like in my kit oh, okay. when I go somewhere. AirPods. Keys. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. It's a new edition. Hand, 2020, yeah. mm-hmm. 2020. I have hand wipes edition. in the truck. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. So knife. That was a good bonus. I don't know how we even got to knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, this uh, margarita has no <laughs> Zero tequila alcohol in, it. in it. You would not know by our topic. <laughs> so if you're listening, uh, tell us what we were talking about, and we, we might get back on track here. We might figure it out. <laughs> so hilarious. Knife. Safety. Safety never takes a day off. There it is. But to scurry in the other direction, back up the rabbit trail to okay. the topic yep, show, topic yep, yep. of today. Today we're talking about alone time, quality time. And um, I, the cool thing is, I think that both of us will um, value alone time, and some of our reasons will be very different, and mm-hmm. other uh, uh, reasons will probably have in common. But but I think our motivation to get there is yeah. going to be different. That'll be interesting to me. That'll be good. I've right. been thinking about it. So, um, um, so how much, how much alone time is it that you want slash need? That's a, maybe that's a good intro. Uh, enough. <laughs> how about there? I, I, you know, I don't think there's a, for me, I don't think there's a specific time or amount I can say. Yeah. What I can say is that I feel it when I don't have it. Oh, good. Yeah. And I think that I feel it mentally for myself. Mm-hmm. And I also feel it in my patience, kindness, ability to be gentle with those around me. Interesting. So I, you know, you live with people and family and kids. So your alone time probably looks different than mine, Mm -hmm. being that I live alone, have a dog part of the time. So Mm -hmm. I tend to inherently have it built into my structure. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Um but I think that it's important whether you're, let's say you go out camping and you're with a group of people, right. you know, finding it. So finding it, finding it on the boat, finding it early in the morning, yes. finding it in the hammock um, yes. throughout the day while still integrating with the groups that you're around. Mm-hmm. I know for me that I cannot always necessarily keep up with the pace of activity mm-hmm. of a group um, events. Mm-hmm. Where it's one thing to the next thing to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit slower pace and a little bit more flexibility in my ability to get up early and read, get on the water at this point, mm-hmm. settle and sift the thoughts and, and mm-hmm. what's going on around me and in me yeah. so that then I can come to the space with others being the person that I want to be. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how I would add to that. That's pretty good. Um, well, thanks for listening today. You can find <laughs> us. <laughs> I just feel like that really does sum up what I've learned about you. And, um, I would say some of those things, uh, I would agree with other things I just don't need or, or it's not, it doesn't on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the big difference that we talk about frequently, or it just comes up in conversation 
is uh, to use your camping example. Um, I I actually prefer to camp with people because for me that yeah. feels like a social activity, um, and always has been. I guess maybe that's part of it, but I really do feel like it's my it's it's core. It's basic to or you know uh, to my personality and stuff. I would and, say that I prefer that as well. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I prefer to camp by myself. Okay. I do enjoy that. I enjoy it differently. Uh, the time rolls along a little bit differently in that yeah. sort of by myself versus with others. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the frenzy of activity, though, and I think that's one of those things that the, you were talking about. It, it, you, it wears on you. Yeah. Like, I'll be, I'll be I get energized by that, and that's a drain for you. So that's where I feel like our different personalities, yeah. we come at that. We, be, we may be at the same interaction with a bunch of people having fun. I am just getting supercharged. I still might be tired physically, but yeah. I'm ha- my 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 bucket is getting filled. Uh, I can hide it fairly well, so most people probably wouldn't know, you <laughs> yeah. know. But yeah, like, yeah. my preference might right. be, you know, I'm not fully engaged in this conversation, or it's not fueling me. I'm not rising yeah. to that. Like I can do it. It's just sure. zapping my energy, and and my fuel and my reserves. But I think it goes back to the value that I place on alone time and time to do these things. Yeah. That's where, and it's, and it's probably some of this is a basic introvert, extrovert sort of, right. Uh, ways of being, mm-hmm. um, if I get that or I hold space for that, mm. I can show up well in those spaces for myself and others in the way that I want to be. If I come to a, an a event or a place or a social or a outgoing thing, mm-hmm. not, properly prepared mentally and physically mm-hmm. i'm not the person i want to be there so i might as well just not be there mm-hmm. so i have to hold space for that in preparation to like show up that way hmm. that's interesting yeah i <clears throat> i would say that what i was at a, a conference a couple years ago and this was an enneagram conference and and so it, it was really cool amy and i went together and Learned a ton, and I think my biggest takeaway, uh, no, this is not going to be talking about Enneagram the whole time, but um, I'm an Enneagram 7, and um, that, I really feel like 7s are misunderstood quite a bit, Mm -hmm. because um, people say, oh, you're motivated by fun, that means you like goofy, zany, wacky things. It's like sometimes, Mm -hmm. but not all the time, you know, and, but she said a couple things that were eye-opening and just like yes and aha moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll sound like speaking out of the out of both sides of my mouth, but um, I, you know, a seven wants to be the center of attention, wants to make people laugh, wants to have fun, which is totally true of me. But we also get to this point where we're so done, we don't always when we show up places, we don't want people to expect us to be their entertainment all the time. Mm. Right. So it's like on our terms, mm-hmm. you know, which isn't it's fair necessarily. It's just what mm-hmm. it's what it is. Right? Seven, the, enthu- the enthusiast. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what the other thing is, she, so when she said you don't always want to be the center or uh, be somebody's entertainment and be responsible for that because mm-hmm. you're carrying their expectations. Um, that was like, whew, man, it's just a, a huge just kind of light bulb. And then um, she's like sevens need the some of the most 
time to themselves, alone mm. time. And that one I'd never thought of. And, but that, you know, you know, you start replaying moments in life that were, um, just peaceful and you saying, man, what, what was it about that moment? Mm. And it's like, well, you needed that so bad is probably what it was. Hmm. So what's the seven, not to go all Enneagram on it, but what's the, what's the sevens mechanism for avoiding present or discomfort or pain? Are you, um, either procrastination or you just ignore it. You reframe, we reframe everything. But are you, are you, if you have something that you don't want to be in, right? Or a moment or a space or a time or a mindset, are you going to, well, like, let's go have some fun. Let's go do something. Like, are you getting it that way? So it appears like this is a guy who's playing and having fun all the time. I'm, I'm a little bit removed. I went to, I've gone to an Enneagram thing as well. And read the road back to you, mm-hmm. and I know my type. I just can't always remember which one is which, and so I'm trying to figure out who I know that's this one. If I'm in a moment and I don't want to be there, yeah, what's my like defense mechanism? Or yeah, my, like how you're, I cope with it? yeah, how you get uh, around it? How do you screw? Or like a mental mindset it's of like sarcasm. you're in a place, <laughs> sarcasm. Okay, it's terrible, but and because sarcasm is a defense mechanism, but it's also fun to me. Mm. So it can okay. really be damaging. And and so when, you know what I mean? So like yeah. when I'm defending myself. I mean, I myself, don't know anything about sarcasm, but <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> well, like for mine, right? So I'm like a nine. And in times of stress or unhealth, I move to control and structure. Yeah. Right? So like what is, what's the way that you avoid the thing that is the uncomfortable? And I just don't know enough about the seven to I'm, be able to reference yeah. it in a way that you'd be like, oh, I go here. Yeah, I'm po- I'm phobic of pain. That's my big thing. And so, it, and pain doesn't mean necessarily physical. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, somebody hands me a spreadsheet to do, to yeah. like create. And it's like, ah, so I'll just avoid that like the plague. Mm. And it, don't, it won't get done. And, mm. and so it's just avoidance and, and it's, you are, it, it takes everything, every ounce in me to complete that kind of task or a repetitive task over and over and over the same exact thing. I would not work well in it. So let's, that. here's the thing. Let me just ask a question. So let's say you have five tasks. Mm-hmm. One is very critical, mission critical for whatever, right? It could be your family, your work, your whatever. Mm. And you have four petty little things. Yeah. Which which ones are you doing? Are you taking care of the big, most uh, important priority first, getting it out of the way, getting it done with, or are you procrastinating by keeping yourself busy with the other ones? Mm-hmm. Look, I, I'm a huge procrastinator. One of my sayings, yeah. and one of my favorite sayings is, "Why do today what you can put off until tomorrow?" <laughs> because it also leaves you know you always got something to do the next day, yeah. right? So that's good. But yeah. I I recognize it in me. I've had to reposition myself to realize, oh, I'm just wasting time here to avoid this thing that I don't want to do. And I would spend hours and hours suffering mentally and thinking about it mm-hmm. when I'd have been better off just knocking it out from the beginning. And typically it occurs to me when I'm not comfortable, I'm outside of my lane yeah. and I'm uncertain about next action or how to do something. Yeah. So I fear it and then I procrastinate. Yeah. And then when I finally get there, I can't put it off any longer mm-hmm. and I get there and do it. It's like, oh, that wasn't bad. Yeah. I wish I would have done that four days ago, and I wouldn't have let it have a hold on my mind. I think I think I gravitate just to answer your question, like to 
what I'm what I feel like I'm best at. I'll mm-hmm. do that first. What I enjoy also in there. Oh yeah. And then um but if it's a if the task that is not enjoyable um need if I have to do that in order to get to the other things, that might change the priority, but if sure. they're unrelated, by f- I will not I will save the one that I don't want to do the harder yeah. one. And so that's just how I am. Okay. But, yeah, but, I've I've gotten to the point where I have this clear ability to see now when I am avoiding something and wasting time and procrastinating. Yeah. So at least I have a recognition and can kind of be like, oh, just do the other thing. And sometimes you can recognize the behavior and you still don't correct course. Like I I can, Mm. I can put myself in that all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. Hmm. You know, so So we did rabbit trail. So that's that's alone time. How much, how much do you (laughs) need at home versus outside? So, yeah, this is an interesting one because I'm a family man. Mm-hmm. So typically, a home time is not alone. Yeah, uh, unless everybody's, you know, uh, it could be maybe at night and uh, everybody's hunkered down, either watching TV or or homework or whatever. They've got something occupying them, and maybe I'll come to the shop and tie flies or do mm. something. But I'm not like in my shop constantly tinkering on projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so typically what I find is my alone time is not spent at home. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm about, these are kind of inseparable for me, similar in both capacities. I find it tends to be more seasonally based mm-hmm. for me. So seasonality, um, I tend to spend more alone time mm-hmm. historically in the winter and off season and shoulder season. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not camping as much mm-hmm. in the summertime and, and nicer weather, I am full of outdoor activities and excursions and places to go and this family event and that family event. So I'm forced to have less uh, time, mm-hmm. which is why I need to craft it into my mm-hmm. day's routine. So I tend to, when I camp, I get up. If I'm camping and there's water nearby, I'm up before Earth. it's light yeah. on the water. And then I come back and people start stirring. I'm with them for a little bit, and then I have yeah. a nap in the afternoon. We do a thing, and then yeah. I have a nap in the afternoon, and I can recharge enough to be around people. Yeah, so. yeah. And I would just say, I think what I would do um, in my routine is, I like being around the people, and so I'm going to be around the people. But I'll reach a threshold of like, I want a break, and so um, I'll just tell everybody I'm going over there. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, I need some time, you know. And I'll go out in the boat or whatever and get that and then rejoin everybody and then mm. it's full on. So anyway, yeah. that's but but if it's if it's me like truly like by myself and I go, Hey, I'm gonna go outside, um, yeah, it'll that's where I I think I'm best when there aren't other people around mm. with expectations. Oh, sure. And so it's like I know that today is my day to be alone. And so it can start mm. from the car ride and, you know, you can slow your mind down. Cause I don't, I'm not a hyperactive person, but mentally I'm always thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it takes easing into that space when you're alone to just relax. Mm. And, um, and you know, it's like, you think about, you see this guy out on a lake and he's in this like you know, Zen state or whatever. Well, not always. Sometimes that guy is really mad because he's, he's, I could literally be having conversations with people that aren't in the boat with me mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. just because I have to get them out of there. 
I think that's a really important thing too, where I'm similar in the, my alone time enables a sifting and thinking through things Mm -hmm. that then allows me to respond better in whatever it might be. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I was thinking about this a lot is that it's not necessarily alone or with others. What I'm finding is that for me, and I've known this is that it's a margin thing. It's like, what's my capacity from this to this, to this, to this, if I can fit the stuff in somewhere and I can have space, I approach things like I'm walking through a forest or I'm walking on the beach mm-hmm. in everyday life of busyness. But if I, I can run it for a little while fast and, mm-hmm. and hard and heavy in different seasons and activities, mm-hmm. but I get to a point of I'm just toast and I get there and I'm not gentle to myself or to other people. Yeah. So knowing myself, listening to myself, um, spending time uh, in you know prayer, meditation, reading, yeah. reflection, journaling, all of these things that I need to do. Yeah allow me to get there and be the person for others. But when I jam it up together and I'm so this to this to this, yeah. I get to a point of like, I'm toast. I'm done. I'm just mm-hmm. check out. It's all <laughs> off. And what I do is yeah. I just, you know, I sleep in and I take a nap and I procrastinate and I avoid it. Um, mm-hmm. You can only do that for so long yeah, in certain exactly. areas. And so uh, my <clears throat> margin has been a little thin this week. This last couple of weeks, I think I've identified why and how to make some changes to uh, impact that a little bit and, and affect mm-hmm. it. So that's good mm-hmm. because it's not really always time by myself or time with others. I think I'm always better in time with yeah. other people and in community and in relationship. It's just managing my go, go, go. Yeah. And for me, the nature of my work, that tends to sometimes ebb and flow. Some season it's, it's the, the walk is slower. Yeah. Other seasons I'm running and I got to get to the finish line before I can even take a break. And I'm just in one of those right now, but that's, mm-hmm. that's going to change here yeah. a little bit. So well, I've gone, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say like it for a uh, granted, you do a lot of winter hobbies, but both of us enjoy the spring and summer a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of like. It is sort of nice that in the summer or in the winter, you can be cranking through work in hopes that maybe it'll be a lighter workload in those warmer months. Yeah, I've typically set it up that way where yeah. I, I don't teach during summer classes yeah. for the most part. And so I condense my work into, for the most part, three quarters of the year. Mm-hmm. And I leave more, much more margin and space in the summer mm-hmm. to do those activities that. Yeah. Are really important to me, and I've circled back a little bit. We t- we joke and we joked a little bit about our intentions and following up on those, and just eating more food and and all this stuff. But yeah. you know, I've really spent some time the last few days circling back on my intentions of the rhythms and routines of what's important, and it's they they all align with this margin yeah thing for me. It's technology use, it's regular sleep patterns, it's a uh, quiet time in the morning, it's you know an an, an unhurried, unrushed non-anxious life mm-hmm. is my goal and I need to focus on that yeah. to be how I want to be. So not always necessarily alone or not alone, which I enjoy that for its own reasons, but it, it needs to be healthy. Yeah. It can't just be an escape mechanism to mm-hmm. I'm so toasted. I need to go be alone, mm-hmm. but like I need to be alone to grow, to be better with myself and other people as a part of my life. Yep, Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned intentions. I have done just FYI. Mm-hmm. This isn't. I don't know. I don't not tooting my own horn. Like I've I've ch- made a change. Oh, you know. But like uh, this week, I've gotten up earlier, uh, and 
and um, three times I've done yoga. Wow. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good. Nice. And I, man, seeing me do yoga probably is crazy funny. But um, I like yoga. I'm pretty beginner, like about yeah. as beginner as you can get. Yeah. But it's, man, yeah. you feel so much better when you, when you start with a stretch in yeah. the morning. And um, wow, it's just amazing. Makes me feel good. I, when gyms were open and that was a thing you could go to, I would try and go to yoga about once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, it builds upon itself. And then mm-hmm. I'm stretching more. I'm ac- yep. in more physical activity. I'm better. I so find too, I it's yoga. like if you do anything active in the morning, you eat a better breakfast, that leads to maybe a better choice at lunch. I mean, it's just kind of a trickle effect. Yeah. And so anyway, I just was laughing to myself because I was like earlier in the in this earlier in the year. I mean, we're only three weeks in. Mm-hmm. But um, the the beginning of this year, the first week, week and a half, it was still crazy pace mm. of just like people, friends, you know, and, and just things. Yeah. And um, not that this week hasn't been super busy, but... Um, I'm like, you know what? I'm just I have to start sometime. Yeah, you know, and so. Yeah, we talk about. Uh, I teach a class on the psychology of survival. We talk about the concept of survival drift and how small decisions head us in a direction, right? Am I, yeah. Am I making small decisions and drifting toward rescue or a better situation, or am I making poor decisions which are leaving me in a worse spot? And I'm amplifying my situation. That's just the same as in life, right? Yeah. You know, how are these yeah. small things adding up? And what trajectory am I headed? Am I going the way I want to go? And how we live our life, you know, it's that Annie Dillard quote of how we live our life is, how we live our days is how we live our lives. Yeah. Right? Of like, what's which direction are we going? And mm-hmm. that can be monumental and explosive. And it right. can be major things that happen in our life. But it can also mm-hmm. be the small daily trajectory of our decisions and how we follow up with our intentions, mm-hmm. and they they do they build upon themselves. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I <clears throat> I just have have uh, over the years, I guess, um, to sound like an old guy, um, have value started to value my time alone and to protect it more. Mm. You know, whereas before I didn't, um, and I think partially, you know, when I was a dental guy, you know, I spent most of my days alone anyway, so I don't Mm, think I needed mm -hmm, much more. mm -hmm. Uh, I was craving people more, but now uh, my job is definitely with people all the time, all day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I've had that fill, you know, so I'm ready for some, a break, you know? So now I have to find that, um, I need to also come home to the family and be available to them, which is difficult because they're teenagers, so they have activities, yeah. or they, you know, teenagers like to hang in their room a bit, you know, and it's like if they're in a happy place, it's, it's you know, I, I want to drag them out, I'm like, come on, let's do something, or watch a movie, or whatever, and they're like, yeah, ah, I'm good, man, I, I have homework, or I have this or that, and so, you know, I have to be basically ready to spend time with them when it when when it works for the family, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that means I need to on my days off where, where I have a chance. It's like, okay, get your alone time, get yourself mm-hmm. right. And, um, because I would say uh, it's similar, but different, you know what I mean? As what you were saying, when I do take care of myself better and get a little time to myself, I'm able to be kinder to people, mm-hmm. to be more patient, to be more others focused. And so it's like, well, there's nothing bad about those things. So, yeah, anyway. it's that balance of, mm-hmm 
taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. Yeah. Um, but sometimes holding firm to mm -hmm. some boundaries mm -hmm. or setting up, you know, holding space to on when you have the capacity, do stuff for yourself. Yeah. Because it's a capacity issue, you know, nobody wants to blow out all their right. emotional energy at work and then come home and be unavailable for your family. That's yeah. no way to live or work. Um, the other extreme, you know, if, if you just spend all your time alone, you're not going to have any relationships. So how do we find balance in right. that so that we can yeah. be good for ourselves and others? Yeah, I'm still practicing on protecting that. Because if I have something, like let's say I've got a day off and I'm going to go fish, mm -hmm. uh, but a buddy calls me up and he's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to go fish? But I'm already scheduled to do that by myself. Mm. That's a fork in the road for me. You know, and um, usually I'll pick the friend. Yeah. And... um and so sometimes, though, I've recognized, like, oh, you shouldn't have probably done that because mm -hmm. you needed to just be away. Yeah, and it's like there are certain times where it's fine to pick, yeah, yeah. I have capacity and I'm <clears throat> totally. in a pretty good, healthy space. Yeah. Let's go with the friend. And there's other times where it's like I might need to ensure that I, I get back to right for me yeah. so yeah. that <laughs> then I can be healthy. So Exactly. That's so good. anyway, um, did you have anything else? No, I don't know. I don't. Uh, there's. Uh, it says something about an uh, overly personal story. Well, is that I, what that says? No, I just put that in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought, you know, what? What if we shared like a favorite experience of being alone? If it wasn't mm. too personal, right? Because some of those right. alone experiences, we don't share. Oh, and yeah. the, on purpose, and and yeah. you shouldn't, you know, because yeah. that that is a, a thing, just uh, for you. And um, but I, I think I. I can remember being um, at a point in life where, to sum it up, life was very, very hard and mm -hmm. difficult. Um, it wasn't going well for me. Um, work wasn't great. Marriage wasn't great. Uh, you know, it was just, we were redlining. It mm -hmm. was not good. And I was on a trip with some guys, and we were camping. And um, it was <clears throat> this morning I woke up, and, and uh, everybody was still asleep. It wasn't crazy early. It was light. You know, I don't know what time it was, but... I got up out of my tent and made a little cup of coffee and sat down, had my tying stuff with me and um, happened to throw it in that trip. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll tie a fly. You know, so I sit down at the bench and I tie a couple flies. And, you know, my I have such ADD when it comes to tying flies. If I can tie two the same exact thing in a row, it's, mm -hmm. it's a win, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I think I did do different ones, but I tied these flies. I'm like, okay, I want to go fish. <laughs> you know, it's all I can take. Yeah. And and plus, uh, where we were camped, it was in the Olympic uh, forest. And so if it's sunny, you just go because it's, you know, it's rainforest. And so, yeah. you know, you just never know. Anyway, I'm like, man, what a beautiful morning. And so I had my coffee and had tied the flies. I got my gear together, kind of checked everybody's tents, like still snoring. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I'll just leave them alone. And I waded out uh, upriver, and I just went went up this uh, this place. And where we were camped, the road sort of leaves the river, and so the, I walked upriver a long way. It's kind of there's this huge bend, and I'm like, gosh, I've never been up this far. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I had seen it the year before. I never had gone that far, so I'm like, I want to I want to see if I can get up there. So I walk up there, and you're really wading through the river, you know, to get there. And it's pretty shallow in this one point, but it's just this beautiful beautiful stream cutting through the forest uh kind of the canyon sides that are all covered with like carpeted with hundred foot trees and mm -hmm. it was just that one of those perfect moments and i get to the spot where i'm about to fish this pool 
that was very deep after a riffle, mm-hmm. really deep. And and so I'm like, oh man, this is just neat. So I I cast to this riffle at the head of the pool, and li- it was that moment like your fly hits the water, and one second later a fish takes it. Yeah, and and so I'm like, well, weird, you know. I did not expect a fish there, mm-hmm. and and so I set the hook and I and I start fighting this fish and I can't see it and you know it goes down under this big rock ledge that I'm standing by and <clears throat> anyway I finally see it and it is enormous mm. and I I mean I just my heart starts beating and it was this hu- this cool moment right and I have this little tiny for you fly fisherman out there I had a four weight rod oh, okay. and this thing was a uh, 28 inch like steelhead basically yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and and uh and it just took a fly you know um so i'm just blown away what's happening play the thing and the whole thing was like a touch and go whether or not i was going to land this thing or not but the i from that point point forward when i sat down and and, and the, everything was finished and everything and i was just appreciating the fact that i had caught this fish and i was i had taken a picture and all the you know whatever um I just sat there and had this moment that I will never forget. Mm. And, um, and it was just a, I don't know why, because again, it wasn't because this fish was big. It had nothing to do with that, but that I think it added to it, but it just wasn't because of that, you know? Mm. Um, but it was that moment of life needs to change. Priorities need Mm. to change. And, um, it was, it was really cool. It was a beautiful Mm. moment. And, so it's like that never would have happened if I didn't get up, if I didn't go off on my own, explore a little bit, let the guys sleep, uh, you know, and and rejoin them later. And I, I just remember thinking that was healthy for me. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very similar for me is that the time and space in those moments yeah. provide a fuller perspective and clarity on life direction decisions big and small Mm -hmm. that in the hustle and bustle of everyday life yeah i just don't have but it's oftentimes we have to i'm hearing you say and same for me we have to almost force those Mm -hmm. sort of time and space and moments yeah because in the hecticness of life right um we're going to keep ourselves distracted to not to not hear you know the 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 quiet still voice yeah. that we so badly need today yeah and that was what i needed to hear life yeah. needs to change yeah we're back you got a note here bryce <laughs> what? look at I didn't this say anything chad put this in here he's got your name next to a topic <laughs> um so hey I, if any of you guys are are wondering, hey, how can I support Breaking Camp? Uh, we did launch a Patreon page. Uh, we kind of took it down, uh, tweaked tweaked it a little bit. S- stop promoting it so much. So yeah. you might, you might be thinking they yeah, used well, to talk about Patreon yeah. all the time, and then it's just like we went dark, and now now it's back. <laughs> yeah. So we we did um, relaunch that. We gave it a little more thought, and um, we wanted it to be good for you guys. We wanted it to make sense. Uh, we want it to be um, special to you and 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 be a value. So, yeah. um, so go ahead and go to uh, Patreon. Look up Breaking Camp Podcast, and uh, if you want to support us, you can. There's different options there. So yeah, and you get some cool stuff. We're going to be talking about doing some additional content. Uh, you know, creation, some live events, some yeah. 
some things that will help you get to know us um, yeah. one-on-one. Um, so, yeah. yeah, only available out. to the Patreon people. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, go ahead and check that out. And like we said earlier, um, we got that giveaway coming tomorrow. So check out Instagram mm. for the details on that. Yeah. And uh, share this with a friend. Find us on Facebook. Yeah. And if you if you have shared this, we greatly appreciate that. We know Michael shared it. And he put it yeah. out there. So he listens. That's awesome. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. If you like it, share it and give us some stars. Leave <clears throat> a little review thing. Send us an email. Tell us, you know, what you want to hear about. What What did you like? What resonates with you? Maybe there's something that's going on in your life that you found value in what we sit around and talk about. Because it's super fun for us to do this. It's also really cool when we hear the impact that this is having when other people hear it. Yeah. Whether that's one or 90 people. And you mentioned you mentioned Michael. Um, I, I, he he was our first Patreon supporter. Oh, yeah. He was. And right. so we want to we just thank him. Uh, Michael, we really appreciate the support. Um, before, <laughs> before there was a reason, <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know, from our perspective, we're not trying to get rich here on Patreon. Uh, we're, we're we're pushing it and talking about it and have set it up mm-hmm. because it's going to allow us to do some cool stuff. It's yep. going to allow us to yep. to share more um, video content, some newsletters. Mm-hmm. We got stickers, mm-hmm. you know, talking about hats and shirts and all this stuff. So we're going to take whatever people support, and we're just going to use it to build this thing into yep. whatever this thing yep. turns out to this, be. Build this camp into a community, a c- oh, community yeah. into a camp. Oh, I, I just ruined it. Camp into a campground. <laughs> I what loop know. are you in? Man, <laughs> it'll turn this tent into an RV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. As yeah. always, Chad in the uh in the producers sound sound, sound booth, pro- <laughs> producers booth, uh taking notes. Love you, brother. Uh talking about what he's going to edit out of this. Um <laughs> like us, that. <laughs> yeah, like all of it. Send us an email breakingcamppodcast@gmail.com. Call us. You you know, maybe you're bummed right now and you're like, "Ah, oh, I was not the first Patreon supporter. You can still be the first voicemail caller. That's right. <laughs> so give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Maybe we'll play it on the show. And most importantly, get outside and have some fun. <laughs> <laughs>